Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome once more to Food for the Journey. Today we look at Tuesday's readings of the second week of Lent. One of the most difficult things to do in life is admit our sins. But if the Father had to send His Son in order to save us from them, then our sins must in fact be like scarlet, crimson red. Humility means admitting our evil and in that knowledge acknowledging that we are made for God's infinite greatness and not for a pharisaical exaltation of our own making when we dare to humble ourselves in confession. Then the Lord shows us his love in his scarlet, crimson, red, precious blood. He's done everything for us, brothers and sisters. And we all sin. We're humans. We make mistakes. Sometimes they're small. Sometimes they're great. Please turn to the Lord and go to confession as soon as you can. Because God wants to draw near to you. We take a look now at the book of uh, the prophet Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 10, and then verses 16 to 20. Hear the word of the Lord, princes of Sodom. Listen to the instruction of our God, people of Gomorrah. Wash yourselves clean. Put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Make justice your aim. Redress the wronged. Hear the orphan's plea. Defend the widow. Come now. Let us set things right, says the Lord. Though your sins be like scarlet, they may become white as snow. Though they be crimson red, they may become white as wool. If you are willing and obey, you shall eat the good things of the land. But if you refuse and resist, the sword shall consume you. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Brothers and sisters, we all want to get to heaven. Some of you may be even thinking there is no heaven. There is. There is a great, beautiful life ahead of us in heaven. If we follow him now, he gives us a chance to turn toward him. We'll make mistakes, we'll sin, but you turn to him right away and tell him you're sorry. And if the sins are serious, please go to confession right away. Because God wants to be near you and walk with you. So let's take a look now at Psalm 50. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you, for your burnt offerings are before me always. I take from your house no bullock, 
no goats out of your fold. Why do you recite statutes and profess my covenant with your mouths? Though you hate discipline and cast my words behind you? When you do these things, shall I be deaf to it? Or do you think that I am like yourself? I will correct you by drawing them up before your eyes. He that offers praise as a sacrifice glorifies me. And to him that does the right way, I will show the salvation of God. Brothers and sisters, God is telling us so much if we would follow him. We're not perfect. We'll make mistakes. We ask. Sometimes we need to go to confession for them. But please, brothers and sisters, turn to him. Tell him, even if it's simply to say, Lord, I don't know you. I don't know how to love you. Then listen to me in some of the programs that have been before, and I'll be doing it again. Just take time every day. If you're not usually praying, start out with 15 minutes, as I think I told you before, and then a half hour. And you'll find out over time, not right away, but over time, you'll see yourself loving the Lord and drawing nearer to him. And now we take a verse before the gospel. Cast away from you all the crimes you have committed, says the Lord, and make for yourselves a new heart and a new spirit. And we look at the gospel according to Matthew chapter 23 and verses 1 to 12. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to carry and lay them on people's shoulders but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries. They lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation, Rabbi. As for you, Do not be called rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled. But whoever humbles himself will be exalted. That's Matthew 23, verses 1 to 12. I ask that you read that 
every day for about a week. Just that passage from Matthew chapter 23, verses 1 to 12. What is your motive for doing good works? I want to share with you the litany of humility, commonly attributed to Cardinal Raphael Mary Delval. And this is what he wrote. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, from the desire of being honored, from the desire of being praised, from the desire of being preferred to others. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being consulted, from the desire of being approved, from the fear of being humiliated, from the fear of being despised, from the fear of suffering rebukes, from the fear of being calumniated, from the fear of being forgotten, from the fear of being ridiculed, from the fear of being wronged, from the fear of being suspected, that others may be loved more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. It's the litany of humility. I think we all need this, every one of us that others may be loved more than I. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be esteemed more than I, that in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, that others may be chosen and I set aside Jesus, grant me the grace to desire that others may be praised and I go unnoticed, that others may be loved more than I, that others may be praised and I go unnoticed, that others may be preferred to me in everything, that others may become holier than I, provided that I may become as holy as I should. That's a beautiful litany of humility. It was written by Cardinal Raphael Meridaval. And I don't know what year that was in, but it's something to learn. I'm going to close with this. Give to us, O Lord, the peace of the evening and save us from the snares of the enemy in the strength of your holy and victorious cross. Lord of my salvation, I implore you day and night, may my prayers come unto you. Bend your ear to my pleading. May there come to us, O Lord, a guardian sent by you to protect us always. Implant in us, O Lord, the power of your holy cross, which will protect us always. 
Make us worthy, O Lord, to spend this evening in peace and without temptation. Deign, O Lord, during this night to keep us in peace and without sin. The Lord God is with us. Know this, you nations, and be bewildered, for God is with us. In him will we hope, and he will be our salvation, because God is with us. That was written, and in part, I'm reading just part of it, an evening hymn from the Armenian liturgy. It was where St. Gregory of Narek lived, is one of the oldest rites in the church. In 2015, Pope Francis declared Gregory of Narek a doctor of the church. It's really worth reading, brothers and sisters. It can help us into a healthy kind of humility, not looking for the same place all the time, or the first place all the time. We get all kinds of things, don't we? And we're sometimes humiliated or sometimes angry or sometimes, oh, I'm going to give up on this and walk away. But we show our anger or our hurt in so many ways. Stop and think before you do that. And may God abundantly bless you. Mercy is at the heart and the center of God's love for us. To help you encounter God's mercy, I want to offer you a free copy of my booklet, Captured by Mercy. To request your copy, call 1-800-282-4789 or go to our website, renewalministries.net slash ffj.